Welcome to another episode of The Illustrious Gentleman, the place where comic book artists and top blokes Scott Garleski and Ryan Cody talk about life, work, comics and booze. Follow the show on Twitter at TIG underscore show and online at www.tickshow.com T-I-G-S-H-O-W dot com Don't forget to let us know what you're drinking while you're listening to the show. Go on yourself, big man. So my, my pregame beer, which is funny because I'm going to talk about how I feel like I've been drinking too much, but my pregame beer that I had today, it's only a 4% beer, so it's almost like a non-beer. It almost doesn't exist. But anyways, I wanted to try it out because it's the whole advertising campaign for it is it, it it's made for the Boston Marathon, so it's like if you're super athletic, okay. this is the beer for you. It's called a 20, It's called 26.2 Brew, which does isn't important, but anyways... It's only four percent. Uh, it's actually pretty tasty. Uh, uh, brewed with sea salt and coriander, so it's a little spicy, a little salty. It's actually pretty tasty. So if you want to drink, if you want to have a session beer and you don't want to get drunk, because you're it's going to take like forty of these to get a normal human drunk. But anyways, what I was thinking was, as I was cracking this, it's a, it's not a twist off. It's a bottle cap. You need a bottle cap. The whole point of this is, it's, for, it's like for marathon runners. It's for like. I don't know, active people and blah, blah, blah. It should be a twist off, right? Like having, needing a tool to open this defeats the purpose. Yes. Right. Cause I mean, like, let's say you're going to jog a, uh, a marathon. Let's say you're going to do a marathon, but you're going to take a pack of this marathon beer with okay. you to have after the mar after the marathon. Now you have to also take a fucking can, a bottle opener yeah. on top of, your Vaseline and your t- and your towels and your short shorts and all that, you now have to also take a keychain bottle opener. It sounds with like you're you. going to do something else. It sounds like you're packing uh, beer in your masturbation go bag. Well, isn't that what, what we're talking about? I mean, your masturbation go bag, right? So you have masturbation go bag. So it's got to be a fanny pack, right? It's got to be like a old school fanny pack. That's what I picture in my go bag. I don't need much. So you oh, need like a which you, trial okay. size. This is going to be lotion. the worst show ever now because if you're making a masturbation go bag and it's a fanny pack, then it's got to sit on your front and you need a hole cut out in it so you can just reach your hand in. No, 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 no. It, you can turn it around. It doesn't. I'm just saying it's a. I'm saying I need a small bag, like a little. What are they? What are the women? I need a clutch. I need like a clutch because I don't need much for my masturbation go bag because I have a great imagination. Oh, so there you go. For yeah, it's a for, clutch. For my masturbation go bag, all I need is some moist towelettes, a hos or uh, uh, like hotel size lotion. Conditioner will do if there's no lotion, and like apparently a bottle opener because if I want to get a little tipsy. Before my date, right. I'm going to need either to have a nice craft beer or, you know, open a bottle of wine or something. Yeah, so. I went to two different places this morning trying to find beers. I went to Bashes and Fries to do your own six-pack garbage, and uh, nobody had anything Are they – uh, let me – But that was one of them. That, that uh, one you have was one of 
this was part of the selection at bashes i think it was uh, right i only got this because it was on sale at the chevron and i'm intrigued by the sea salt but it's this sure. isn't my beer for the day so uh anyways a quick question interject here we haven't talked in a while is your bashes and your fries at the tig show southern villa are they still 9.99 six packs or are they 10.99 six packs Ooh, good question. I didn't look. I think there's still nine ninety nine. Oh. I had planned on yeah, going to when you World make... Market as well, and they have twelve dollar six packs, Ooh. but I didn't get there. Yeah, but it's better quality. Right, right. Uh, see, that's that's DC money where you don't even look to see how much the build your own six pack is because you're rolling in. Batman bills, you know, yeah. like it doesn't even fucking matter to you. Yeah, I just walk in how the much door and I keep my sunglasses six pack and I just point to shit and I say, give me that. Right, with your trucker hat on backwards and your Pikachu shirt, you're like, go fuck yourselves. You don't even know me. That's right. And they don't. You know, if you had an AR-15, if you, all you would need to, to, to switch to, to, to be a completely different person with your current look that I'm looking at... All you would need is an AR-15, and then you're a completely different person. But without it, you're you. Oh, yeah. You got the beard, the glasses, trucker the hat. Yeah. Just hang the flag on the wall behind me. I'll just have my gun in frame in every picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thanks for, uh, if you're still listening, thanks for sticking through the first five minutes. Uh, thanks for sticking through the last couple of weeks, which have been uh, uh, fill-in weeks, I guess, would be the answer. Um, I feel... Because we've, we've, I've uploaded, uh, I guess I should keep saying we, but really I did it. I uploaded some previous episodes with new intros as like a greatest hits so we could keep rolling forward on our weeks that we can't be together, which are sad weeks. Uh, and I felt bad about it. Like maybe we should just skip weeks. But the Conan O'Brien podcast started re-uploading past episodes at like episode 12. So I don't feel too bad. Mm about doing it at episode like 140 something so we should just feel bad about calling something greatest hits yes yes uh as uh, as mentioned in the intro by the great gary fitzgerald uh follow the show on twitter and instagram at tig underscore show all the past episodes are available at anchor.fm slash take show or any of those big giant podcatcher sites such as spotify stitcher <laughs> apple podcast google play podcast uh if you enjoy the show the big box podcast sites even if you don't enjoy the show uh whatever podcast app you're listening on uh leave us a review tell your friends about it i guess you wouldn't tell your friends about it if you fucking hated it but maybe you would no uh, they and do. then support the, the show thing? at patreon.com slash tick show the, like the customer service thing right like if if people hate their experience, seven out of ten people will tell people other people how bad it was. But if you had a good experience, right. only like three out of ten tell other people how good it was. So that should be our goal, right? Is to people just like shit to be things. so fucking bad. Yes. All right. Feel free to shit on us at your favorite podcast catcher site. Shit some five stars. Uh, but Patreon.com. We're into that. <laughs> patreon.com slash tig slash tig show is most important because from there you can leave us a dollar a month leave us that hate dollar a month like you hate us so much you're just going to give us like a dollar a month because you hate us 
like we're, we're like that. We're like the we're like the homeless person that you're not you don't want to see, but you yeah. see, and then you feel bad for, but you still hate them. It's the fuck you. Give us that because that guy doesn't need it. He, you know, you know, it, you know what? It's it's fucking Henry's fault that he's on the side of the road and ran out of gas on his way from L.A. to New York. You know, it's not my fault. It's his fault. So don't give him a dollar. Give us a dollar because uh, he should have planned better before he left on his trip. Patreon backers get cool stuff like advanced advanced notice on show topics, uh, the ability to recommend show topics and show drinks. People are not using this. If I backed a Patreon and they said for five dollars a month I could tell them what to drink. Oh yeah, I'd go to Beer Advocate and search lowest rated garbage. Yes. So you people are missing out, you five dollar backers, uh, or above. There's nothing stopping you from giving us a hundred dollars a month. But you know, I I digress. Uh, Scott, I would ask what you're drinking, but it looks like you have a box of markers in front of oh, you. Oh, I'm clearing shit or off DVDs, my desk. CDs. I'm trying to make room. I have a stack of. CDs oh, you're just doing some. Ended up on my my table what? here. Okay. They're embarrassing. So I haven't talked to you in three weeks, but what you're right. But when I do talk to you, you're just cleaning instead of paying attention to me. It's a life house. <laughs> yeah. Audio slave. Sounds like a Christian band. Oh, that's uh, well, you know, rest in peace. All right, Beatles peace. though that redeems me a little bit. There you go. Best of you two. Uh, let's just uh, gross point blank. Mm-hmm. Was it? Wait, that's a great soundtrack. Is the best of you two just like a single? Is it like two songs? Oh, it's best of nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety, which is the best of. Oh. So it's the Joshua Tree album on a repackage as the best of. Kind of like what we did the last two weeks. All right, can you can you focus no. on this program that we're doing together and no. tell me tell me what you're drinking cuz you went to two fucking stores. You got to be drinking something. Hey, will you just stay positive, please? Please. You you got we are staying positive cuz you have to be drinking something cuz you went to two stores. I did and I got nothing. No, I have a I have Dr Pepper in a Hot Wheels you, plastic cup. That's how I roll now. God, three, on the rocks. Three weeks we've had to prepare for this episode. You could have gone to the store any time in the last three weeks. You could have gone to a Whole Foods or a fucking Total Wine or that awesome liquor store in in uh, Gilbert. That's right there. That used to be like a Seven Eleven. That's an amazing liquor store now. You could have gone there at any point. Yeah, I gotta find uh, hey, one of those who those fancy to, gas stations. Who am I to judge? Because I I've tapped out everything else. Yeah. Okay, so that's fine, whatever. You know, I, I did tap out everything else at my local Chevron, too, because they're not re-upping. So I decided to go with... Um, to I'm going to do the, the one left-hand brewing canned nitro drink that I haven't done yet. They released four. I've done the three of the four. The reason I've held off on this is because it's 4.7%. And for the same price point, I could have got the, like, nine-something percent. But, you know, I'd make, I make sacrifices for the show. You're acting like Bashes and Fries didn't sell any beer, but I, you're acting like they were, you had no, you couldn't buy a beer to save your life over the last three weeks. I bought this shit because I'm a pro. Um, Flamingo Dreams Nitro yeah. from Left Hand Brewing. It's a berry blonde ale. I know I don't want it either, but it's the last of the series. <laughs> uh, 
Their little note is super smooth and refreshing. Subtle zing from berry notes with a striking pink color. Uh, like I said, 4.7%, but only 11 IBU. So it's, it should be almost like water, like berry water. Um, hang on. Not like a berry water sounds like a soul singer, but that's just because I'm thinking about berry white. I hear that gurgle. Oh, shit, it's spilling. Shit. Hey, look at that, homeboy. The one no, person can that. see it. It's your, it's your pine top tulip glass. Oh, I'm supposed to be able to pour hard and it won't overfill. Okay, well, I just spilled shit all over myself, which, again, I'm trying to drink less. So this is more of a situational issue and not a uh, mental issue. Although, either way, it looks like I peed myself. All right, so uh, I do have some Beer Advocate, which is and it's a long one, which is good because you... You're not contributing, so I can. It's called content. Um, so I have some beer advocate again from our friend Woody Chandler, who I swear to God, this dude is a fountain of a fountain of goodness that I can draw from. So this is Beer Advocate Theater, Woody Chandler speaking uh, for Left Hand Brewing Flamingo Dreams Nitro, four point seven percent. They do not mention an agro pour, but that is best to really activate the charge. I did so and sat back to watch the cascade, which is impressive as shit. This is me speaking. Look at that, dude. Look at that, Scott. Look at your monitor. Oh my goodness. Look at me. That is a that. defined head. It almost looks it almost looks fake. It looks like one of those Yes. Thank God. Okay, so I did so and sat back to watch the cascade. Ever hear of an amuse bouche? It is French for amused mouth, a small snack to keep you happy between meals. This was an amused loel, amusement for the eyes. The finger plus of dense head was the color of freshly spun cotton candy. Nose smelled like my late paternal grandmother's raspberry bush in full bloom in the summer. It was a prolific provider of berries and the bees would cross-pollinate with their rose bushes. The smell out there was wonderful and we would pick berries for everything from pies to cobbler to raspberry shortcake with heavy cream. And towards the end of the season, home canned raspberry preserves. Mmm. <laughs> this was more towards the pies than anything else with a light bready biscuity quality from the malt. Finish was tart, dry, and an amuse-bouche in its own right. Yeah, so it smells like raspberries. This guy's way more. Woody is way more excited than I am about anything. It smells like raspberries, but it, it is. It is pretty. It looks like if you like. I don't know how often you've eaten in other countries, but a lot of them would put like uh, plastic versions of their food in the windows. So you can visually see what the food right. dish is going to look like, and then you go in and order it. This looks like a fake beer. Yes. I mean, there's no. There it is. It is. It is pink, and then it goes to red. There is no gradient involved there. There is no. Uh, there is no uh, gradient fill yeah, from Photoshop. That is a, beer. a plastic glass of beer on the table at IKEA. Yeah. Yes, yes. I was just at IKEA Sorry. not too long ago. Okay, uh, and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because that's where I had to be at that specific moment. Um, uh, I've been talking. Any, any, uh, oh, I, I saw this great quote before we get into TikTok. I saw this great quote just now on a, like a message board. I don't even know what article I, I think I was reading an article about like, uh, Kurt Sutter being fired 
off Mayans SC or MC or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, creator of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Anyways, someone left a, a comment on there, which I thought was great. And it said, uh, assholes always think everybody loves them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, this should be the definition of asshole in the dictionary. Everybody, they, they think that everybody loves them. That should be the definition of assholes. Okay. So, yes, I'm an asshole. Except I, I would put should in there. I think everyone should love me. Who Anyways, doesn't love you? Uh, Detective Comics 1018 and 1019 are both, they're both up for order right now. So, order Detective Comics 1018 oh and 1019. Because Scott's drawing them and they're pretty. From the one page I've seen. They're gorgeous. Any uh, any any TikTok? What have you been doing for the last three weeks? Anything fun or just? Uh, two of those weeks were were fall break, so that's that. Uh, and just work, just cramming, yeah, it's a bummer. just cramming work right up into the work hole. Cramming that Detective Comics 1018 and 1019 right up the world's anus. Yes. Uh, did you watch anything? Are you binging anything while you work? Is that uh, possible? No, you it's work? not okay. on YouTube. I, I don't really Please. watch anything. I guess I watched the first two seasons of The Tick on Amazon. Uh, meh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Meh. Okay. Have you seen it? You haven't, you, you familiar with Amazon Tick? No, no, no. I have, I have. Uh, no, I, I'm not a fan of comedy comics, uh, so I just assume I have an affinity for the cartoon from Fox Saturday mornings, uh, and it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your age, yeah, it, right there with yeah, X Men uh, animated series. I don't know. I guess it hit the spot. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. The the dude that plays Arthur, I I think maybe I've. Right, but you're not like ten anymore. Mentioned this podcast previously, but the dude that plays Arthur on the Amazon Tech Show uh, co-hosts a movie podcast called Blank Check, uh, which is nice. It's uh, Griffin Newman, I think. So check it out. Other than that, no. Uh, have you ever heard the theory about that the Tick universe is just Arthur's mental state, like he's not healthy? So all of it is in his head, and it doesn't really exist. And yeah, they he... address that I think in the first couple of episodes of the show because only he interacts with the tick, and oh. he's kind of concerned mm. that he's having like a Fight Club sort of thing. Um, until somebody else, you know, confirms that it's right. not just him. So that that was a it, that oh. was kind of a, an interesting red herring. Yeah, it would not weak. have been a, a good way for the series to have gone. No. No, it actually gets. It, it, they, there's. Well, it would have been good had they played it off for a couple seasons. Yeah, no, but it's um, it, it's it's interesting though because it keeps like Ben yeah. Edlund, who is actually the creator of the Tick and wrote the book and all that stuff, and is an executive producer and a writer on a lot of episodes, um, and so it keeps the spirit of the mm-hmm. property, but it is also very much an. Uh, uh, an adult program, so he's he's taking advantage of uh, a lot of uh, uh, like opportunities isn't the right word, but he's taking advantage of the format and uh, the audience because I think a lot of the audience is like me, 
who is sees it is like, oh, I remember that cartoon, but you know, I'm not, you know, 11 anymore, so it doesn't. It's right. not going to do the same thing for me. So there's actually quite a bit of uh, violence, actually, and like uh, uh, sort of mature themes and swearing and stuff that's juxtaposed oh, against this giant blue idiot that runs around just trying to help you. So good job, Amazon. You did it again. Right. Whatever. I'm not going to watch it. Again. It's in the same vein as the boys. People, I think there's a, a, a total market for this stuff. There's a huge market for this. For alternative superhero content. Is it as... I feel like it's... A... Yeah, but I feel like it's campy and silly, and I'm not into that shit. Oh, it's silly. Most, yeah. yeah. Although I am into that I shit. Forgot, it's funny, like, I'll like watch a campy fun, and silly TV show. But as soon me. as they put someone in a costume, I want, I want it to be serious. No, I don't like fun. Yeah. <laughs> you're, the, you're the poster boy for people who like fun. People who know you are like, one word to describe Scott is, he yeah. likes fun. I'm the pot right now. That's right. I'm not, uh, I'm, I haven't been watching anything other than sports. Now that I'm on Hulu Live TV, I can get e- all three ESPN channels. I got ESPN Plus. I get two Fox Sports channels, plus the Fox Sports Regional. So I've been just watching a shitload of sports, hockey, and UFC the last couple of weeks. Um, my boys... My boys, the Coyotes, Los Yotes. Uh, after six games, we're one point out of the eighth spot. Uh, we've played one game fewer than the eighth spot holder, so we have a game in hand is what they call it. Uh, so it's been a fun season. The first two games weren't great, but since then we're on a four-game point streak. It's going good. Uh, I'm a, I, I'm a, not obsessed. Obsessed isn't the right thing, but the last couple of days this week that I've been working, I've been watching this show that keeps popping up on my Prime recommended because they know that I like travel documentaries, and it's called uh, Travels by Narrowboat. Have you seen this prompt on your Prime? No. So it's basically like a dude going through a midlife crisis who bought like a little boat to to sail the canals of England is all it is. So it goes like three miles an hour on a little houseboat. And that's all it is for like 30 something episodes. And it's like the most boringest shit. And I find it so comforting. It's like uh, he'll just be narrating. He's like, oh, here's a right turn coming up. <laughs> and, and then he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, here's a bridge. There's a sheep. And then it'll show a sheep. So it's like it's basically like one dude who's, who is going through a midlife crisis uh, divorcing a wife, bought a boat, moved, doesn't have, he's, that's his house. He lives in the boat. Uh, but he basically just like films everything. He films everything himself on his own thing. So I think he films it and then narrates it when he's editing it. But he's like, uh-huh. there's a sheep. Here's a turn. <laughs> it's tight here. And then he'll show another narrow boat coming by him. And he's like, oh, here's another, you know, and then he'll like, oh, I'm going to make dinner. And then he'll like film himself making dinner. And <laughs> uh, sounds like he should pitch a PBS show. Yeah, the whole thing is like, oh, yeah, it's kind of sad, and I feel bad for the guy. But then a big part of me is like, I want to be on a boat by myself for six months at a time making dinners. Sure, like, that sounds great. Like, let's – so I'm jealous of the guy, and I feel bad for the guy at the same time. Uh, But it's – the whole time, it's almost like a – again, talking about today's show that we're going to talk about, there's like a – 
every time he's he's filming from the top of the boat, you hear the chug 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 of the boat. It's a diesel engine, so it pop 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 nonstop. So it's like almost like a meditation. Like I'm working. I can look at the TV, see some canal shit, see a goat, see a sheep, you know, see like a a village that's older than anywhere I've ever visited in my life. Like that's kind of fascinating to me too. Like he's just moseying on past these buildings that were built before our country existed. So I don't, I have no sort of uh, spatial or no sort of like uh, cognitive association with anything like that. So I'm just fascinated by it. Um, Anyways, travels by narrow boat. (laughs) It's, it's it's fucking crazy. Cause every once in a while he'll go off on like a, uh, like I'm so sad right now. Like, he'll do that shit every once in a while, and you're like, "Oh, I don't. This isn't. This isn't what I want, dude." Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, I get. Like, that's what's making you do this. Like, that's your jump off point. But let's leave it back there. Let's talk about some goats. Um. All right. Uh, anything else for the TikTok segment before we move on? No, I don't like anything else. <laughs> Yes. All right. So, <laughs> God damn, my voice cracking is killing me. I don't get it either. All right. So we're back. Uh, I guess today's topic. Uh, it's a little unfair because when I when I uh, put it forth, first of all, I'm happy we're back on a schedule that fits my drinking habit. But when I put this forth earlier in the week, I was in a bad place, and then I did my taxes and I got another gig lined up. So actually, I'm in a pretty good place. Like that's that's how little it takes, right? Is knock one thing off your stress list. And also, I did my taxes to a point where I got to claim two of the, two kids this year. So it's like I don't owe a shit bunch of money. I should say my wife and I don't owe a shit bunch of money, but we don't owe a bunch of money this year, which is good because we're still paying off multiple previous years. Uh, but I I knocked that out. Uh, hashtag no audit. And then um. And then I, I just randomly got like a gig offered to me, like someone emailed me and I got a gig offered to me. So then I'm like, oh, I don't need this big check from company A to pay rent. Like if it doesn't come in time, I'll be okay. I'll be able to pay rent. So that's like a stress reliever off my back. Uh, but when I proposed this topic to you, I think I was in a bad place, but I was I wanted to <laughs> delve a little into I don't know what the I don't know what I'm thinking. It's more of like it, it's that it's that it's the. The world's going to end. I feel like shit. I get one email. I make dinner and I'm happy. Like it's, it's the, it's, it's the, I don't feel like I'm bipolar, but I feel like the work we do creates that vibe of you could be so happy at noon and then you get one email and then you're down or the other way. You could be feeling like a piece of shit and you get one email yeah. and then you're like, oh shit, I can now, I'm going to make a couple, I'm going to make a couple grand in two weeks now because of this email. Right. So now I'm up and now I'm happy. So I'm, I'm now peaking because, and don't get me wrong, most people don't have to live the life that I live. Whereas how am I going to pay rent in two weeks? Like I got this email halfway through the month past the 15th and I wasn't sure how I was going to pay rent. Now I can pay rent, so that gets me pumped. But the, a normal person just gets a paycheck, and they know the third paycheck goes towards rent, or the you know they have savings, or they have something like that. I don't have that shit. I mean, indie comics is no joke. It's it's. I mean, I have some I have some coloring gigs that pay a third of other coloring gigs because I'm willing to take almost anything if it sounds like fun or whatever. But the rate I don't have like a I don't get a salary, 
it's not like I color ten pages a week and I get paid a flat rate. It's yeah. <clears throat> I've I found that um, work has a lot to do with uh, my depression and anxiety level day to day. So yeah, yeah. If, yes. if once I finish something and I don't have anything else immediately. Uh, like the first couple of days, I'll feel okay because I got my time back. And usually at the end of a deadline, I'm just, uh, again, I'm just cramming shit into that work hole. But no, it, it, right. a- after that, that few sort of feeling dissipates, then it's, you, you just sink. And you're like, oh God, what am I, what do I do? What do I do with myself? Yeah. The other night, literally I got up from, from working and then I started making dinner and I started getting these uh, emails from somebody who wanted to hire me for something. And over the span of like browning some meat and like boiling something, he said, oh, okay, cool. We'll, we'll do it. Uh, here's half the money up front. So I basically was making dinner and I got like a week's worth of money deposited into my account, you know, and I'm like, okay, so now I can relax and watch the hockey game and chill the fuck out and enjoy life for three hours or whatever and i think in our in our in our world that's a big deal to be able to just like shut everything down and be pumped for like three hours is is awesome it's almost unheard of whereas most people come back from their job and that's their every fucking night is they spend time with their family they watch the sporting event they have a couple cocktails everything's great but for me that is a treat uh and i don't i don't want to i Another part of this conversation that sparked off my sort of mental health, whatever, is I've been drinking way too much the last couple of weeks. So I have been I've been drinking almost on like debit. Like I haven't had money coming in, but I just let's just do this. Let's just go to the bar and have a couple of drinks. You know, let's do this. So I, I I feel I feel good for the first time in a couple of weeks, but I'm still I'm still in debt to, mm-hmm. you know someone who is supporting me and someone who's been supporting my bar bills. And so I'm not like, I still feel like a shitty person and a shitty man uh, for whatever, you know, however you want to define what, uh, what my responsibilities are as a husband and a father. I still feel like shit, but I'm finally starting to peek out of that. Cause I don't, I might not be, be able to pay off past debts, both emotionally and monetarily, but I'm, I'm, I'm back to holding my own at least for two weeks. And to me, that goes a long way. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Real. I also found out that October 10th was, was October, October 10th was world mental health day. Um, so oh. I found that out after I proposed this pseudo topic. Uh, but also it's, it's for me, I've been in a funk since I came back from Okinawa. So that's now been almost three months at some point. You gotta, you gotta get back to work. You gotta get back to normal. Oh, and it, for me, that just, that for me, that just equates with, money and and money and shit to do like i don't know i can't just make myself get back to normal and like i said i've I've been hitting it hard the last couple weeks how do i how do i how do how how does a person become even with themselves without tying it to your bank account or you know without being inebriated or without being under the influence or I, how does someone get comfortable? I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. I don't believe in it. I think they're all full of shit. 
those are the people I admire. I've been thinking a lot recently about, um, I guess myself, and I, I've come to a few realizations about sort of the way I perceive things and the way I go about doing stuff and um, it's it's inspired a lot of uh, introspection and hopefully I find some change there um, because what I've been doing ain't working and the way I am is not uh, um, it's not sustainable because you know, uh, it sucks, and I don't want to suck. So, yeah, I, I'm. I, uh, I am trying to. I don't know. Staying positive isn't like the. I feel like that's not it. Like, you can look on the bright side of stuff, but I don't know. I. I, I don't know. I don't know. Right now, the big thing for me is so, uh, self-respect and making decisions that I'll still be proud of tomorrow and in a week, in a month, in a year. Right. Right. And, like, I, my biggest problem, like I mentioned, was, uh, I don't know if you're like this as well, but it's, it's, a, it's equivalating my self-worth with my bank account or my ability to earn or, you know, so like if I don't have a lot of work coming in, I make sure that I do all the housework and cook all the dinners and do all the dishes. Cause I feel like I got to sort of, uh, I got to have a worth. And if I don't have it monetarily, I got to have it something else. Like, um, yeah. Um, I, it, when that's not happening, I, I feel myself taken, you know, uh, a, a self-esteem below, but yeah. I, I think it's got to be level through all of that stuff, though, right? So even if you do have money coming in, um, so what then? So what if you're feeling okay, then do you feel you don't have to do all oh, of those I, things? I still do the same shit. No, no, I still do all the same shit. But when I don't have money coming in, I feel like at, at least I'm earning. Right. But when you are earning you're still doing all of that stuff, but you're not doing all of that stuff for the same right. reason. Yeah, exactly. So now because you're not doing it for the same reason right. to prove to yourself <laughs> that you have value or self-worth right. or whatever, those are things that in, in, in a domestic partnership in a marriage are supposed yes. to be equal bits. Do you find yourself being right. upset or resentful that, you are doing all of that stuff. Um, maybe a little bit, but it it's more like I still do it and I just don't get the, like I'm always seeking for, I'm always seeking self-satisfaction out of any, anything I do. I want to, I'm so selfish and narcissistic, narcissistic yeah. that I want it to be about me. So, so if my bank account is fat and work is solid and I don't have to worry about work for a couple months, I still do the same shit, but I don't get the the I don't get the satisfaction out of it that I do. 
I, I do it and I and I'm shitty about it. Whereas if I'm broke as a joke, I do it and I'm like, oh, I cooked the fuck out of that dinner. No one can say shit because all the dishes are done. Right. And let me just throw out, my wife would never say shit. Like my my wife would never. She would never be like, oh, you got to do the fucking, you know, we don't have that. Oh, that would never yeah, happen. No, no. But right. if I'm broke, if I'm, if I'm broke, my, if I'm broke, my pride comes from doing the daily chores and going grocery shopping and doing like that. Whereas if I have the money, my pride comes in the work I'm doing, but I still do the other shit. Uh, so I guess I do it no matter what. And I'm, and I'm happy to do it because, you know, not to get too personal, but for, for me to make the amount of money my wife makes, I would have to, I would have to be drawing fucking Captain America. So I'm always on the low. I'm always on the bottom half of the earning potential in my situation. So it just matters how much of an I am asshole when I'm doing it, or how much am I not an asshole doing it. Do you know what I'm saying? If I got yeah. a fat bank account, I'm gonna huff and puff doing everything. If I don't have a half, uh, bank, half uh, hefty bank account. I'm going to happily cook and, and, and happily be like that guy. Mm. Uh, so like, like, so what I'm, so what's really been tugging at me the last couple of months, I guess, or the last couple, uh, I don't know, the last month or so is I landed what I think. So for, for any guy who switches over from a previous, I mean, I'm still drawing comics, but I'm trying to focus on what I think is my, I guess my most profitable arm of the art business which is coloring i mean i landed the jackpot i got on a i'm I'm on a big image book i'm on one of the big image books that is launching i'm so i mean it's it's only because of relationships i built and i i suppose ability but mostly i guess ability but yeah mostly relationships and shit like that but i thought that when it was announced that i was coloring family tree and the book was finally announced and it was moving forward and it's out there and you could order it i just assumed i would get emails like hey man you're coloring a book for these guys why don't you color well you know why don't you think about coloring our book like i just thought that shit would get easier right. and nothing n- literally nothing changed i mean i might be coloring a book for one of the biggest writers in comics right now and my inbox is still crickets like it's i can't win for losing i can't fall I can't fall ass backwards into a essentially a slightly higher than minimum wage job. Like it's, it's, it doesn't get easier. And I don't, I, I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. On a logical standpoint, I get it on an emotional sort of, I'm old as fuck. I'm 43 years old standpoint. And I have no other life skills. It's at some point it's got to get easier. Like it's not though. <laughs> no, you know, like, I'll pick up a gig and it's like, oh, it's a, you, I picked up a gig. It's like, cool, color this book and then you could pay rent next month. And then, next, you know, November 1st, I'm on the same hunt. Like, okay, shit, now I got to make rent for December. Like, the, I don't, the, the, it's a monthly ass kicking that I'm getting tired of taking the beating for. But I don't have any other options. I can't. I'm not a good salesman. I don't have any other abilities. So it's like, what am I going to do? work at circle k and be happy but who wants that yeah i no so that's I, I i don't think it's no at some point you're not going to be happy at some point you just you just you just you just give up and you you can you can sign yourself to just knowing that this is just how things are you you, you settle you just settle 
Yeah, I'm curious. You know, so you know yeah. the old uh, adage, adage, adage. So how do how do all these artists who got famous after they died? How did they live their life? I guess they lived their life feeling like pieces of shit, which is what I would imagine. Because like that's how I feel. Like if I having to hustle for money every month, and, and I've never had. I mean, I've been lucky. There are some people out there who've really had to like reach out to borrow money to like feed their kids and pay rent. Shit, I've never been that bad. So I don't want to make it sound like I can't like it's the world's end or whatever. But when I can't buy my kid like half of his first car, when I can't pay for half of his first car or I can't, you know, just give him like a certain amount of money so he can dress the way he wants. Or when I can't just out of nowhere, take a weekend off and take a road trip somewhere because of funds that makes me feel like, like shit. Cause Everybody else I know can. Everyone else I know has a savings account and a bank. Like they could just, you know, like out of my out of my group of friends, if I said if someone messaged like, "Hey man, we're all going to Vegas this week," I'd be like, "I can't do it." No, and I'm the only one who couldn't do it. Right? Like it's just I can't. I can't spend that. I can't spend that money. Like it's just. But I'm at the age where I should have. I should have a house. I should have a 401k. I should have a savings. I should have. Oh. All this other shit, and, and I don't, and it's fuck should. I, I, you would be surprised how many people don't have those things. Every everybody, everybody's life looks great because you can't see it. You see the parts that people show you, and, and nobody wants to show you garbage. Yeah, I mean, I am forty three, and I don't own a home. But I don't own a home. It's, but even that, I don't, I, I don't want to own a fucking home. Actually, like I don't, I want to own a narrow boat and I want to go around the canals <laughs> of England, or I want to own like a mobile home or something like that. Yeah, like that's another thing is like, should I, I feel house. bad about that? Like, like where I this apart this this apartment I live in is not the nicest apartment, but I don't it, something breaks. So so real quick, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to shame anybody for their body shape because I'm not. You know, contrary to popular belief, I'm not a I'm not Fabio, but I think my upstairs neighbors are kind of bigger individuals. And I'm sitting here working this morning, and I'm hearing a noise, but my TV's on pretty loud, so I'm like, oh, that's a weird noise. And after about 20 minutes, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Sounds like my I left my faucet on, so I mute my TV, and I just hear water pouring practically, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And in in my bathroom, one of the bathrooms here, I do have two bathrooms, so that's better than most. And so water's just dripping through the vent, like pouring through the vent because so they did something in their bathroom. Jeez. I don't want to say what they could have done in there just because they're large people, but <laughs> something happened and that shit was just flooding out. So I had to, I had to call them and that's. So that's I'm going back to the positive. I'm not talking about these beasts above me. The positive is I could just call somebody and that shit was taken care of in like 10 minutes and it's not going to cost me a dime because I don't own this property, you know? Like that's the benefit to not owning anything, but it's also if I did own a home, I wouldn't have upstairs neighbors who were elephants. So and I mean elephants by the way they walk, not wait. Whatever. You know, I read I read this quick thing that said one of the ways to make your podcast popular is to be controversial. So these fucking oh. piece of shit monsters above me, who are elephants, um, fucking and, assholes. 
Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of controversies. Are they incels? Giant, they're giant. incels. No, because it's a couple. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess that's my point. Like, I don't own a home, but I don't really want to own a home. But I feel like society tells you you're a piece of shit if you don't own a home or don't own property or don't have an RV or don't have a boat, don't have a fucking big ass truck. And like my car is like fucking 16 years old and it runs like shit. And it's like I don't. I love your car. So I kind of am living the life I want to live. I just would like to have more flexibility like i canceled like three shows this year that i just couldn't afford to do that i was booked at or i canceled two trips in the last month that i wanted to go do to visit friends and i just can't do it like it's that's the shit that sucks like most people should be like oh i have the money to do that i can go to another city and lose a couple hundred bucks on hotel and dinner just to hang out with a friend i can't do that i don't have a couple hundred bucks to waste like that most people can't do that I, I don't believe that. I think most people can. No. That's, I no, don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know where no. I fit. I don't know where I fit. Where you fit? You don't have to fit anywhere, uh, man. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I worry. Every time I go out, I worry about the money I'm spending while I'm out. And I don't want to be that guy. I want to just go out and have fun. I don't want to have to worry about... Like oh I'll take the I'll take the cheapest drink on the menu like what's your special like I don't want to be that guy for the rest of my life but I am gonna be that guy for the rest of my life Ugh. because of what I've chosen t- to do it's it, whatever we're going off track here the the whole point now that we're almost fifty minutes into this the whole point of this was uh, positive thinking do you because I was listening to a podcast uh, I talked about it on last week's uh, show uh, your mom's house podcast. They had a SNL cast member on there and they talked to her about like, did you ever think you would get onto SNL? And she said, yeah, I knew I would. And they were like, you know, expound. And she said like, oh, I envisioned myself on there. I just assumed when I wasn't even an SNL cast member, I just assumed I was on SNL. And I assumed that one day that would just be my norm thing, normal thing. And she's like, and a year later, it just happened. Like I just knew it would happen. So that got me thinking about that kind of positive thinking law of attraction shit like the speaking it speaking it into existence right. i guess like thinking and then, uh, and then i thought the one per the one person who could who could really have a hot take on this subject is scott so how do you feel about this just change change your luck by changing your way of thinking how do you what do you think about that i okay thought, that that mentality what do you think about that I, I think that is the case of the positivity thing, looking on the bright side. Because in oh. whatever happens, you're going to say, oh, right. uh, you know, even though <clears throat> whatever the fuck didn't happen, uh, this other thing happened. And that's good. So this is good. And there's value in that for sure. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to shit on that. I mean, I wish I was that person that could do that. Um, I maybe i'll maybe that's a goal right. for myself maybe i'll try to be that um look the the speaking things into existence thing that's uh, <laughs> i i was gonna say that's bullshit but that's not looking on the bright side yeah but 
but a lot of successful people believe in okay. it, and I get it. They're successful, so you're hearing from them. You don't you don't hear from the baker in fucking uh, Edinburgh who is speaking into existence every day that he wants to be okay. the, the one supplier to Starbucks for their pastries. Right. You don't hear from that guy, but it it does seem to work for people. Yeah. Okay. It, it's Edinburgh. Ah. <sighs> uh, sorry. Sorry, it, it, Gary. It, it it is part you know, finding the silver lining in whatever. Um, it, it is, it, there is something to positivity attracting positive outcomes in the sense that people yes. don't like dealing with dickheads. So if you're going to be out there, right. you're going right. to be doing things, you know, just right it's it's the you know honey attracts more flies than vinegar even though nobody likes flies flies in this metaphor is is uh whatever it is that you want so just replace flies with honey attracts more you know you know uh you know whatever poon than vinegar you know it's uh yeah it, it's right, poon's a better yeah better, it's um poon's a better thing than flies but right. it, it, it's not that it, it's not that better things happen for you with that particular mindset it's you finding the better things in the shit um it, it kind of reminds me of like right. of 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 baseball like baseball's uh, by all accounts, like I hear from, uh, you hear from different athletes in different sports. Like baseball is, it's super hard. Like the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a round ball with a round bat squarely, and and it, it yes. and I mean it that 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 anecdote sort of pans out when you think about it. I mean, if you're a hitter, you're a professional hitter, and you go up to the plate. And you succeed three times in ten chances, you go to the Hall of Fame. You know, it, it, it's sort of like yeah. that. You're, yeah. you're, it, you may still get you. You go, oh, I'm going to change my mindset. I, I'm only, I'm going to project positivity out into the universe. Um, that just means you're recognizing the positive things because right now, as a dick myself, I don't even recognize those three out of ten positive things that happen. Yes, right, 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 right. Yes. So it's being willing to accept and be open to circumstances that arise that could benefit you. Uh yeah, and recognizing them as that. It, it, it it's right. it's recognizing Yeah, yeah. It's recognizing good things when they happen. Um even the 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 little the littlest good things, you know, finding the the parking spot, the the first parking spot in the aisle closest to the fucking store, or uh, uh, right, uh, every yeah, whatever, right, right, princess parking, yeah, yeah. So we could all be open to shit, but that doesn't mean all of us can hit a ninety mile per hour fastball. But no. I guess the first step to hitting that fastball is, is to be open to the thought that you could hit that fastball. Yeah, it yes, it's it's also like uh yeah. 
Yeah, like like shooting free throws. So you know, when I when I was a kid playing basketball, they always used to tell you at the line, just imagine the ball going in. Just just right. picture it going in, and you'd be so. It sounds stupid, and there's no science, but it, it actually it, it it helps. It's beneficial. It actually does work. Right. So uh, speaking as. Uh, Speaking as someone who I think you and I have very uh, similar mental sort of things going on, if someone had come up to you in 2009 or 2008 when you and I first met and they said, oh, yeah, like shit's going to be rough for a long time, but then you are going to have the chance to draw Superman and Batman, would mm-hmm. you have told them like you're fucking crazy or at that oh, point sure. were you like, oh, I, that's my goal. I know I'm going to do that. No, no. I would have told them they're crazy. It's like, no, even – Right. So yeah. No, knowing. Yeah. Knowing who I was. Yeah. Of course, I'd say that's garbage. You know, just because I can't take a compliment. That's all. That. That's it. That's. That's all. Yeah. Right. But is it more of like a lack in, abil- your own abilities, a lack of self. What's the term I'm looking for? You lack your. You lack. Uh, oh, confidence and self-esteem and all that stuff. Geez. Sure. Confidence in yourself. All right. Yeah, I don't know about sure. that. Sure. Like, yeah, and I still uh, don't like I have. Said any. Earlier, I just do what I do. I, I'm at. See, you know? I'm, I'm the opposite. I I've never had more confidence in my abilities, and it didn't get any easier. It hasn't gotten any easier. Anyways, so I I want to read two quotes going off of that sort of positive law of attraction mentality thing, mm-hmm. mostly because I thought they were mostly because I thought the first one was interesting. Because it's about lying to yourself. The second one is because I want to do an Irish accent. So, oh, okay. so just bear with me, homeboy. The first one is by uh, Lady Gaga, okay, mm-hmm. who I was just in a big movie last year. And mm-hmm. She's also a musician, if you didn't know. Uh, so this is her her thoughts on law of man law of attraction. And I don't know where this this is all out of context. I didn't research where the quote came from, or even if it's a real quote attributed to the proper person. But anyways. It happened around five years ago, but it's sort of like a mantra. You repeat it to yourself every day. Music is my life. Music is my life. The fame is inside of me. I'm going to make a number one record and the number one hit. And it's not yet. It's a lie. You're saying a lie over and over again, but then one day the lie is true. So this is so, this is a this is something I've I've heard repeatedly is lie fake it till you make it. Lie to yourself. Lie to yourself. But then one day it'll be you're not lying to yourself. Ah, uh, okay. There's truth in that, but you also have to be good. You also have yeah. to be good. It's yes. like it's like Adam Hughes being like one day, one day I'm going to draw the sexiest women in comics, but it's because you already draw like super sexy right. women. I I can say the exact same thing that Lady Gaga goes around saying, but I I've never sung. I can't play an instrument. That that's just shit that is never going to happen. It right. has to be realistic. It has to be in the right, ballpark of possibility. T- Right, but you could change it. So let's say you're saying I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for you. So this is you like uh, drawing a uh, a three year arc on Detective Comics is my life. Drawing a three year arc on Detective Comics is my life. I'm gonna make it one day, and I'm gonna draw that three issue run or that three year run on Detective Comics. You could say that it, it's it's I, not impossible. I could say that. Um, it, right. I I okay. It's your morning um, prayer. Uh, a little bit of insight here. 
a career in comics is never anything I ever pursued. Kiddos. Uh, right. I'm the asshole that you're good this stuff it. just happens to. Uh, I, I, I've never had a portfolio review. I've never just blind emailed editors or anybody. Stuff has just happened. And Yeah, you're the fucking worst. Right, that's what I'm saying. You you are talented without making an effort. So this is the shit that could happen to you. Oh, so just, just imagine if I thunk, gave a shit. Thunk it into existence. Cause you, yeah, because you already have the talent. Imagine if you gave a shit. Hmm. That's interesting. Think about that. Let, sit on that one. For a, a, you know, you know what I'm gonna go around right. saying. If you actively pursued what you're currently making a living at. I'm gonna go around saying I will get that job as a park ranger because that's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, you don't. I'm I'm the as Albert far as Haynes I know, worth you of comics. Don't have the. You know, I I I I'm just a big fat idiot go who is doing this. Just because I'm good at it, it's not. I don't particularly like it. I just, it just happens to be the only thing I can do. Uh, it infuriates me because you're so good at it, and I'm the same way. If something else came along, if someone said, "Hey, we're gonna pay you forty grand a year to read stories to people at the library," I would never draw another comic book page again, and I would just become the best public reader in the history of public readers. Like I'm not. <laughs> it's it's hard when i think we've talked about this before and i don't want to we're already running past an hour i don't want to get onto it too much but i think it is it fucks you up when you think you wanted something your whole life and then you're able to work in that field and then you're like oh it's not what i thought it would it's not giving me what i thought it would give me it's not the dream job it's not the and i say that as someone who's been stuck in indie comics for the last like decade or more like you know if i was uh if I was coloring Batman every month, mm-hmm. I, I would probably think it's the best job ever. Okay. Because I wouldn't be hustling for work and I would be the colorist colorist of Batman. So I don't want to shit on I don't want to shit on the, the, the money I do make during this job. I don't think I realized how hard it would be and I don't think I realized how unrewarding it would be. Not me personally, but just in general, like no one gives a shit. You're so replaceable. You're not important to the machine you're not and then people say like oh just do indie comics and make your own shit like that's great but that don't pay the fucking bills i i work i work in big indie comics and i work in little indie comics and the amount of money i make that's different is is ginormous so it's not i i i want to be able to bitch that's another thing i want to be able to bitch about working in comics without other people being like you're a piece of shit you should just be happy to work in (laughs) comics like Fuck you, man, because you probably own a goddamn Range Rover or something. So go fuck yourself because right. it's not all roses. It's not easy. And it, it's yeah, not, it's not all it Range hasn't gotten easier. You fuck you and your Range Rovers. Like, it's not it's not easy, man. It's it, it hasn't gotten easier and it's been like a decade. So, like, I just got to think I got to think it into existence, man. Yeah, no, this is... Um, you got to think it into existence. Yeah, this, it, no, it is It is tough, and it sucks a lot of the time. A lot of the time. Um, yeah. And this is the part where I say, but I love it. Right. <laughs> well, you, you love those royalty checks, I bet. You son of a bitch. I, I bet you I like don't know. I, I guess I love not having to 
drive anywhere. I love not having to see my boss yes. with my eyeballs. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I worked today in... Uh, I worked today in... Uh, this morning I worked in uh, slippers and sweatpants. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, that's... That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you I, know. I, I, I uh, sometimes I try to imagine what it'd be like to go back to a nine to five and an office job and that sort of stuff. I'd like to think that it wouldn't be a big right. deal, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't it know. would, it would suck just as bad. Uh, oh, that's the thing. Like it would, still it would suck, suck in would different ways. Yeah. Um, but even if I could right. just, if it were possible for me now, like just to do that to go in and right. like uh, take you know directions from somebody and i don't know, have to be somewhere at a specific time and ugh. well that sucks but also like the whole mentality of go to the day job let's say i could let's say i had the ability to sell shit which by my receipts from local from recent conventions i don't but let's say i did and i went and i was a someone who worked on commission or whatever like I would be working almost as hard and still like I'd be working just as hard and have someone telling me what to do and all that other nonsense. But then does that, cause right now I work just as hard, but I also technically own a small business. So everything that goes with that taxes, uh, scheduling, fucking all the bullshit. So I don't know. I'm I'm rambling. When I listen back to this, I'm going to be embarrassed by how I'm sounding. But I'm I'm. I, I think I've reached the peak of my earning potential. I think this is what it is. I could not earn more money doing anything else, and I'm struggling to do this. So it basically means that if I lose this, I am homeless. I'm unemployable if I lose this, except for like a minimum wage job, which, by the way, I make slightly more than a minimum wage job. So it wouldn't be that much of a drop off, except I would have like an 18 year old tell me what to do. <laughs> But it, it going back, I just thought it would be easier. I, I like I've been doing this for twelve fucking years. Like I know what I'm doing. I have I know what I can do. I have the abilities. I know I'm not going to be coloring X Men. I'm not the colorist that, like uh, Marte Grassi is. I'm not that. But I do have the ability to color better than let's say half the people coloring shitty books. So why aren't I? Why aren't I getting enough gigs to where I can turn down shit? Why why aren't I in the position to where I turn down gigs cuz I have too much stuff going on? Like I I I'm oh man, this is going to sound like a shitty thing. I'm better than like half the people out there putting out work. I'm nowhere near the top 20%. Those dudes are you're talking about like Stuart Eminen, you're talking about these motherfuckers that are just doing unstoppable work. But I'm better than I'm in that. I feel like I'm in that top half. So, when does it get easier? Only when you're in the top quarter. No, like, not when even does that. Does it fucking get easier? No, no. You it, you have it, to be in the top like I'm five piece, or ten percent. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, all right. I want. Let me read before we get going. Let me read one more quote because I, I I copied and pasted it basically to put oh, on a yeah. shitty accent let's to try it. to because this episode this episode's a bummer so let's try to make it funny by my shitty irish accent which by the way i do have irish heritage you think it would come naturally I'm super white i'm freckly you think it would come normal i got like a flaming red beard okay but it doesn't anyways uh this one is from Conor mcgregor uh, about the law of attraction 
If you can see it here in your head, and you have enough courage to speak it, it will happen. Oh, I see these shots, oh, I see these sequences, and I don't shy away from them. A lot of times people believe in certain things, but they keep to themselves. They don't put it out there. If you truly believe in it and become vocal with it, you are creating that law of attraction and it will become reality. That was... Uh, yeah, uh, towards the end there it got a little sketchy. But, no, overall, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. The key is to say things like tings. If you say tings, then people are like, oh, that guy's Irish as fuck. <laughs> tings and tat. And right. Whatever right, else. Right. You get rid of the TH, you just make it a T. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so... I, these people have to be, and I know for a fact as a, as a fight fan, Conor McGregor has like a mental coach, a sports coach, all this. So I know, but for them, it's so like envision what's going to happen and it's going to happen. But again, he has a left hook that knocks motherfuckers out. So it's easy to say like, if I land one good punch, I'm going to knock that fucker out. He's also on like a two or three fight losing streak. So but he also made a couple billion or like he's made like a billion dollars in his career so I can't yeah. knock him. It, yeah, it's never it's never uh it's never like it's never uh Billy who bought who sold me this beer today. Yeah, no. No, it's not the stock guy at the grocery store. <laughs> right. So I guess what I'm thinking is in in our creative endeavor in our in in the in the world you and I live in in, in creating comics I guess I'm more like the dude who runs the register at a Circle K as opposed to the shot caller who gets to just work on the books he wants to work on. And I don't know how to make that jump. Like, I feel like I served time in prison and now I can only be, I can only get hired for certain gigs, you know, or something like that. Like, I just, I, I feel limited and it's, I understand it's my abilities. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not a I'm not a Marvel DC superhero colorist, but it can't be all that. So there's got to be a, a mix of like who's in front of you, who's championing you, who's seeing your work, who wants to hire you. It's just it's I guess the whole point is it's tiring, and I I'm in a cycle that I don't I got to get out of. Like I can't. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, it's not all. Yeah. What is? Yeah. You. It is. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You said who right. who you know and what it gets in front of and all that garbage. Um Yeah. Right. It, it, it the I think the 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 Lady Gaga sort of stuff uh is the the preparedness part of um in, in the opportunity equation, right? Like opportunity is preparedness plus luck. So Yes. Yeah. Once you once you're there in that space where you're ready to 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 take that chance that comes along, um, and I think a lot of people, I yeah. think it's uh, those chances are there. Probably, I think people just aren't aren't um, able to identify them a lot of the times. That's positivity. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So part of that is like. You know, I got a I got a uh, creator own book I should be working on, but we've talked about this in the past. It's hard to just work when all you do is worry about money at the end of the week. Like it's hard to get up on Tuesday and be like, I don't have anything any paying work to do, so I'll just draw two pages of my own book. Like to me, that is almost impossible to do because I'm just obsessed over 
uh, finding new work. So, but there is a there is a what you're saying is be ready when the work finds you. So what I could be doing in that time is I could be coloring a Stuart Eamonn page the way I think Marvel or DC would like. And so maybe someone wants a superhero colored page. I have those samples available. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so that's not really what it, I mean. I don't know, man. Yeah. All right. So, so my last, I have one little paragraph here of last notes about what I think I want to try to do to get level. Uh, do you when you think about this kind of stuff are you able to get past the sort of it's hard to get past the initial reaction and the initial bummer and the or the initial high like you you do a great page your editor loves it there's a high there that's going to last you a day or two like are you able to get do you have a practice in place or have you given thought to just sort of how do i level out like do you do you think about that or do you just live by the ups and downs and just sort oh of- no yeah, no, I I live on peaks and valleys. Um, I, I wish I had some sort okay. of process to recover from either one. There aren't a lot of peaks. I mean, if if I do something I like, usually it results in me being afraid of the next thing. Because uh, I can't do that again. Like, so you can't even you can't even enjoy yeah, it. The nec- yeah, the next now it's the whatever. Yeah. Now now it's gonna suck. Uh, so. Eh, yeah, so I, I so I, I, I thought I, I researched this a little bit on what what natural because obviously I want to get on some fucking edibles and some mushrooms and I want to uh, medicate myself the way our ancestors did, but it's harder to harder to do than one would think. It's a pain in the ass. So then I kind of researched like what to do with it. A lot of it, a lot of it was uh, like meditation. Meditation came up came up a lot, like. So I, I did some research into that, and a lot of it is routine. So you and I had a podcast a while ago where we talked about routine and how neither of us stick to it, but we feel better when we do. So I'm trying to stick to a routine the last week or so, uh, you know, up by a certain time, try to get sleep. Sleep's super important. Um, so, yeah, I got like a meditation app, and I did like a nighttime meditation, and then one morning I did like a morning meditation, and... I, it, it, I see where these people who want to see something in something see it because I felt better. But it was also after I finished my taxes and I didn't have that burden oh. over me. So it's like, do I feel better? Do I feel better because I meditated? It could have been artificial. Or do I feel better? Yeah. Or like today. Right. Or like this morning, uh, you know, my wife's coming back up because she – she lives in another city because of work, so she's coming up this weekend. So I like cleaned up the house today. I felt great, but it's not because I felt great because I meditated two days ago or yesterday. It's because I the house looks nice and I, it's not like I don't feel like a piece of shit because the house is clean, right? So it's so I don't I don't know I don't know how much I'm gonna keep trying it out. Like I said, I had I didn't use it yesterday, but I'm I'm not against it, but I. I, I, I hate like hippie shit. Like I hate hippie bullshit. And I feel like a lot of this is hippie bullshit, but then some of it could just be like a young lady whispering to me as I fall asleep. Like that could have a benefit. Right. But I don't yeah, know if it's meditation. It could just be like, right. Like could just be a nice voice talking to me as I go to sleep. Um, yeah. I got to figure out how to, I got to figure out how to normalize on days where all I am is stressed about one thing. Like, 
hyper-focused on one thing. How do I get out of that and get productive? That's my, that's why I have to get to and how I haven't been able to get to it. Like, yeah, I can't work if I'm super stressed out about something. I just well, can't do it. I, I, but that I, just creates more stress, right? Because then you just fall sure. further and further behind. I think you're on the right path, though. I mean, it's all it's it's different strokes for different folks. So meditation works for some people; doesn't work for other people. Uh, you know, making uh, a list of like little baby step goals works for some people, not for other people. Uh, it, I, you go online, you Google it, you find a list of things, and you just go through it. You know, um, it's just. You, you play the odds and the math says that one of them is going to work for you. You just got, you just got to work through things and find what works for you. Everybody's different. And, and you just got to find that thing, you know, right. something's going to work. Uh, it's a bummer that occasionally it just takes so long, but then, but then fi- it, it, finding that thing is one thing, but then also like working that thing in and making it a habit is something else i mean it's hard i mean we're 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 fucking old so changing anything at this point is just it feels impossible but if you want to change yeah that's you can change that's 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 up to you and you know more power to you man uh yeah I, i i i i want to be one of those people you know, I I want to be the guy who sees what needs to be done and is able to to affect that change in myself to be able to do it. But God damn, is it hard? Right. It yeah, it's hard, and I I I I learn to hate people who like you know the 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 person who's like oh you just devote two hours a day to meditation and like you just you fucking have a smoothie and you go for a walk and you relax like oh that's because you don't have to work like like that kind of shit like the biggest loser like people go on that show and they lose all this fucking weight right. and their life's change oh it's because you don't have a job right like you go away for six weeks and do nothing but focus on this and miraculously bills are paid and something's paid like yeah that's easy like i've yet to find a podcast or a youtube channel or something that's like Oh, you're broke as fuck, and every decision you make is based on how do I pay my next week's bills. But let's also work on your mental health. Like th- that shit doesn't fucking exist. Like that. Where's that? That's my que- like. That's my question. Why? Why does yeah, everything have to be so difficult? I guess the one thing I've come to realize is that yeah, everything sucks. Um, really. <laughs> Right. You can't change it, any of that stuff. The only thing you can really do is change yourself and how you approach things and the way you interpret things. Right. How you react to things. Yes. How you react to things. Yeah. I get it. Look at my fucked up haircut. I went, I, I, I fucked up and cut my hair the other night. It's very Eminem-ish. Yeah. I went from like an Arizona five to like an Arkansas nine, but that's not like a compliment. <laughs> like that's, like that's not. Like that's a you gotta black out some teeth. Like I, I fucked up. Like I thought, like yeah, like I wanted to get like a good, like I wanted to get back to like a nice full hawk, and I put on a number six clipper. And spoiler alert, the number six clipper is like half an inch. Like it's not that. Uh, like your beard is like an eight clipper. Like no, this is uh, yeah, six is actually ten millimeters, and yeah, so yeah, 
I mean, it looks fine, but I mean, my picture's grainy as fuck. All right, so we didn't solve anything. No, this Uh, is the worst, longest episode we've ever done. My hair looks like no. I think it's good. I think, I think a lot of our listeners are until next week either fans of ours, which God bless you, or I think a lot of them are indie comic people and they work in indie comics or they want to. my cats are the biggest pussies and they, and they want to like have a career in comics. And so this is like, we're like the gateway drug to like a better comics book podcast. Uh, but I thought this was a good one. I, I ranted. You didn't rant cause you, you refuse to let yourself be free and be your true you. Uh, I had but some good I feel like spurts. I, I feel better. I mean, we didn't, uh, we didn't solve anything, but it's good sometimes to commiserate. And I feel like that's what we did. Like, and I I'd, and and it's easy to put like um, <laughs> like there's always somebody who's like oh I would love to be coloring a book for Image Comics and then I think I would love to be drawing a Batman book but it's not always roses right it's not always yeah so I don't know I guess I feel better about myself knowing that you always f- that you feel like shit also most of the time yeah, so yeah uh, uh, it's I like uh, but yeah I, yeah. Yeah. No, it, I was going to say, when I think of you and I, I think of um, a line that Aunt Helen right. has on Justified when she's talking about Raylan's dad and her, is that Baby. they suffer well together. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> that's a, that is a good line. That is a good line. The problem is the people around us suffer as well. So maybe it's not that I want to get myself healthy for myself because i think i live in this this is my norm so i live in this right right but it's not fair to my children it's not it's not fair to my spouse so i think i want to get because if i lived by myself i would be fine with my existence right because obviously my bills would be a lot less because i'd be living in i'd be living in your garage so my bills would be less i could do the work i'd still be doing the same amount of work but it's i've noticed the last couple months my mood has impacted people around me and that's that's what bothers me and that's why i want to become a better me Mm. but by all accounts that's the worst reason to become that's the worst reason to change yourself is to help other people you should want to help yourself i just don't want the people around me to be shitty because i'm shitty that's a great reason fake it till you make it uh think it into existence yeah it is like Right. Why do I want why do I want my kid to ask me why are you always in a bad mood when I don't think I'm in a bad mood. I think I have I think I have the resting not just resting bitch face which I've been told, but I think I have like resting bitch mood like being grumpy is my norm. Like that's I'm comfortable in being grumpy. Like that's yeah. just who I am. Yeah. But other people see that other people see that as like he's a miserable son of a bitch. Oh, to is that not people, accurate? I say, Fuck you. But hire me. Oh, it's totally accurate. Yeah. Um, just let me be me. Yeah, I I never really Everybody thought else about gets that. To be themselves. Just let me be a miserable piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, I my kids will ask me from time to time why I'm sad when I'm just sitting there. Like, why are you sad? <laughs> oh, I just. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the worst. My kid will be like, "Why are you in a bad mood?" I'm like, "I'm not." And he's like, "Have you heard yourself the last like <laughs> 20 minutes when you talk?" I was like, "Jesus." Then I just blame them. I, I turn it around. Like, you're just sensitive. You're just sen- Your whole culture is sensitive, you young people. That's right. Just want to be sensitive and triggered. Right. <laughs> I'm not mad, yeah. snowflake. 
Yeah, you fucking pussy. Okay. Uh, man, we are controversial. Controversial. I said triggered. You said snowflake. I called people pussies. Man, we're we're on the cutting edge of uh, independent comic drinking podcasts. <laughs> Freelance. Whatever. However yeah. you categorize this. Uh, all right. Let's wrap. Any other thoughts? I'm gonna, So my final thought is I'm going to buy you a couple – little couple seconds here my final thought is i'm gonna keep making a conscious effort to try to progress into somebody who can handle stress and anxiety better so whether that's medically meditatively uh oh i'm sorry without using alcohol i'm not i don't want to self-medicate to get to that unless it's edibles or mushrooms but alcohol i i i the last month or so i feel like alcohol is could be a borderline problem for me so I want to figure out how to do it without drinking every day, but I am not against taking an edible every day or something like that. Um, but I, I am going to, uh, it's in, it's in my head all the time. Try to make the right decision. Try to handle this situation. Well, what can I do without blowing up without being a piece of shit to people around me? What can I do? So I'm actively searching and seeking that. Uh, what do you, are, what are your thoughts moving forward about how to how to help yourself progress to do you even have like do you have an ideal of who you want to be or what you want to be I'm working that out because I've heard you talk to your kids you don't talk to, you're good like the I've seen you we've been chatting not on cam, not recording but we've been chatting before you don't talk to your kids the way I talk to my kids like you I snap at everybody and you are you're great. So I just assume you're keeping that in like you're, Oh, you've also been doing it. You're keeping your snappiness inward and it's just, yeah. Yeah. I'm almost done. Uh, so I feel like you're a better, you, I feel like you handle these situations better than I do. So I don't want to imply that you have to change anything, but if you're unhappy, how, what do you, how do you feel going forward? Are you going to just live in that? You're going to live in it. Are you going to try to change it? Or what are your, I I vacillate between just good word dealing with I it. Vacillated this morning. Um, yeah, I I put some vacillation in my jerk off go bag. Um, yeah, Left yeah, I make it strange. I don't know. It's. I don't know. I, I'm 37 now. So I bounce back and forth between, well, you're half dead and you've done it this long this way. What's, what's another half of your life? And also, you know, you've done this for so long. You don't have forever. You should give yourself a break and just, do yes things the way you want to do them and i don't i i end up just living at the crossroads and not choosing one or the other and that's a miserable right. place to be it's probably worse than right when choosing said, one and right. not having it work out yeah, right one of the best things I've ever heard, which I, I assume my dad made it up when I was a kid, but I realized someone else made it up, was the uh, shit or get off the pot right. statement. I think is one of the greatest. It encompasses everything. Like 
it could encompass anything. Like, oh man, I want coffee, and then the person next to you be like, well, either make it or don't. Like, don't I just guess. say you want I mean, coffee or something like that. Yeah, uh, that kind of goes. You think about that literally. It's like, why are you on the toilet anyway? What What are you doing in there? Why did you go in there if you don't have to shit? <laughs> right. Right. I'm shitting because I had coffee. Earlier. I mean, is <laughs> right? Um, is it? I don't yeah, know. So, uh, I just have an upset stomach. I don't know what's gonna happen. I guess it's better safe than sorry. Yeah. Right. Every that's, time my kids, when I, that's where that leads. Every time, because I'm so, I'm, I'm so hesitant to spend money. Every time my kids growing up were like, my stomach hurts. I don't feel good. I tell them go sit on the shitter for like an hour. Yeah. And then if you still don't feel good after that, then yeah. we'll, we'll reevaluate the problem. But yeah. the, most of it is probably like you just need to shit. Yeah. And if you're shitting on the, if you're sitting on the toilet, if you're shitting on the toilet, if you're sitting on the toilet for an hour, something's gonna happen. Whether you're just farting or you pee a hundred times or right. something's gonna happen. So you're you're gonna come out of there. You're gonna feel a little better. Yeah. Well, right? I mean, uh, Doctor Ryan says whenever you feel bad about anything, go sit on the toilet. Yeah. And that you hope that's what it is. I mean, yeah. At some point, you know. Right. The boy turns into right. a teenage boy, and then he's in the bathroom for an hour. It's not because he's got an upset stomach. He took his phone in there with him. All right. Do you have any more thoughts? Yeah, all I got are thoughts. It's like the Joker says, all I have are negative thoughts. That's right. Did you see that movie? Is that No, I saw the trailer, though. If we want to do a controversial show, we should both go see that and then talk about it. Yeah, that's going to cost me like $10, though. Okay, so I had two drinks, so we'll just pretend that you had one of them so we're not shitty people. Um, well, you're a shitty person. I had the uh, Flamingo Dreams Nitro Blonde, Berry Blonde Ale that comes out like a stout because it's a nitro. It tasted like a like a raspberry ale. It was fine. I'll give it a... For the certain type of person who likes to drink fruity things, this would be right up their fucking alley. Get it mm-hmm. all day long. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. It was fine. I don't. I would never. I would never pay two twenty six a can for it, because for two twenty six a can, I can get a much stronger beer that tastes better. Uh, it was good though. This uh, Marathon Brewing Company's twenty six point two brew, dude. I'm gonna. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if you want to, like, if you want to, if you have to go to, like, let's say you have to go to a uh, a baby shower or a gender reveal party, which I did last weekend, or something like that, where you want to drink, but you you can't get fucked up, like, you don't want to make a scene, uh, take 400 of these 26.2 brews from Marathon <laughs> Brewing Company, because they taste great. That sea salt, you can actually taste it. It, it actually, it, it tastes delicious. Um get it on sale though don't pay i don't know what they charge for it regularly you want to pay less than like a miller light it's pretty fucking tasty though i'll tell you that uh so i'm gonna give that a four cool all right dude are you feeling better now that we talked you, you probably not but i want you to say the the narcissist in me wants you to be like man i'm so ha-, like i feel way better now than i did an hour and a half ago um but i also want you to be honest to yourself I, I am always happy to talk to you, and it makes me happy to see oh, that freckly yep. smiling face. Oh. Right, right. Okay, uh, 
So, yeah, I'll talk to you next week. Uh, in two weeks, the plan is we're both going to be at Santan Brewing in Santan Spirit House in Chandler, Arizona. So if you live in Arizona and you want to go to get some whiskey and shit like that, uh, we'll be there on uh, Friday, November 1st at 8 p.m. That's the plan. Cool. As it stands. Sounds nice. Um, yes. Excited excited about that. Chandler, Arizona. Popping off. Uh, okay. I really do have to go to the restroom. Uh, it's a weird thing to say when you're on your own house. Do you call a restroom in your house? No, it's a bathroom, right? Uh, well, it depends. Is it the full bath? Is it a half bath? If it's a half bath, then it's not a bathroom. Well, so let's say you have a house that has one of those downstairs toilet sink uh-huh. things for guests. But if someone's at your house, do you call it the restroom or the bath? You say the bathroom's right there. You don't say the restroom, right? That's true. You say the toilet. Like, yeah. Yeah, you want realtors call bad. them all bathrooms. The toilet. So I guess it's a bathroom. When I'm out, I say restroom. This is interesting. Although a group bath is a bathroom, so they have urinals in there, I'm sure. So it's. You know what? I take it back. This is the funniest episode we've ever done. I can't. I can't start a whole new tangent because I'm going to piss myself. No, and no, it's been, we're it's been an hour this and forty is, minutes. Uh, my, my this, this is getting into my my favorite uh, method of comedy, which is do it until it's funny. So we're at a we're at an hour and forty minutes now, and we're debating about calling the bathroom <laughs> in your house a bathroom oh. or a restroom. Uh, this is. This is no, I like this it, now. This is funny. I feel like I feel like if you have guests over and they say, "Hey, I got to can you point to the, you know, whatever." And you're like, "Oh, the restroom is right down the hall." You're a fucking asshole. But again, if it doesn't have a shower or a bath, you're I think it's appropriate correct. to call it a toilet. But don't call it a don't call something in your own home a restroom. Why is it? It's either a bathroom or a shitter. Why isn't a, a bedroom called a restroom? I understand there's a bed in there, but you rest. It could be a restroom. <laughs> right. Right. So when you tell me the yeah. restroom is down there and I go to the bathroom and I shit in your bed, I just, yeah, I use the restroom. <laughs> it's not your fault. You know, like maybe you're one of those people who can only shit laying down when they're comfortable. So you get under the blankets, you get the comforter over you, pluff up the pillow, and that's the only way you can shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't changed. Right? I still do right. it the same way right. when I was two. It's like, don't look at me. I'm going to sit behind the chair in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, shitting has never not been shameful. Oh yeah. I've never shat and not felt like a piece of shit while I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was walking through uh, uh like Walgreens the, the other day it's... looking for something and walked walked through <laughs> walked down the aisle with all the hygiene products and and on my right there was a package oh, of adult diapers with a gray-haired man standing there with like his hands on his hips. Oh. I was like I I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, but if that was me, I would be the dude in public like i would i would be at like the farmer's market with my walker and then i would just start crying and people like why are you crying like oh i just shit myself (laughs) i feel 
you're like a like a Seinfeld character. <laughs> he's, he's he's a cry pooper. Like if I if I ever had to have like a like a live in nurse that wasn't related to me and they just had to take care of me and I didn't like them, then as I was shitting my pants, I would laugh and I would smile because <laughs> I knew that this asshole had to clean it up. But if like one of my kids is taking care of me when I'm ninety, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be miserable. Like, oh I don't want to do you don't wanna do you don't wanna do this, son. Like oh, no. none of us want just no. kill me now. Like so, yeah, I just would take put care a bullet of that in my long fucking before. head. Like who wants this? Right. But if it's some asshole like Trumper and he's like changing my diapers, I'm gonna be fucking eating nothing but like del oh, taco no. and no. shit and like extra no. hot sauce. Yeah. As soon as I'm standing in line at Starbucks or something and shart, I, I go home and <laughs> I, I, I'm i stringing up that necktie to the, the doorknob. <laughs> Fucking Morgan Freeman and uh, Shawshank because you shit yourself. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. Anyone fi- for, if you ever find me dead from suicide, the first thing you should do is check my underwear. <laughs> Because I've either urinated myself or shit myself in public. Yeah, you can't leave a note for that, right? It'll be in the hardware section of the Walmart where I just get the box cutter and I just slice myself open. And they're going to be like, oh, he came all the way to Walmart to kill himself. And then, like, Batman will be there. And he's like, no, he killed himself because he shit himself in public. (laughs) And this was the closest knife to slice his fucking veins. (laughs) World's greatest detective. Yeah. Batman will have to solve that. That's right. That's right. He'll f- he'll figure that shit out in like two seconds. Have you checked his uh, underpants? All right. I really <laughs> let me track his underpants. Robin, get his socks. <laughs> um. All right, dude. I I guess it's safe to say there's nothing else. No, I think we've exhausted everything. <laughs> like like. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all bad, but it's all been good. Cause I haven't talked to you for most of the month of October and I missed you. Um, I'll talk to you next week. You know what to do, Scott. Yeah, Just, I do. I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't pee unless you say goodbye, Scott. No. And then I can go pee. Oh, okay. Um, what? Oh, uh, uh, Goodbye, Scott. Release. Oh, thank God. Tickshow.com. Tickshow.com.